0: Are you registered for Culture Proof Conference 2024? Well, you need to get registered today. We are super excited about our first ever conference that's coming to Faith Baptist in Bartlett, Tennessee.
1: Yes, July 18th through the 20th. And we're open, wide open. So go to cultureproof.net right now and register.
0: Yeah, that's right. And I say the first ever conference. It's the first ever Culture Proof Conference. But everything that you love about the types of conferences that the Addisons produce. Yes. All remains intact. Some of our speakers this year include the incredible Dr. Kathy Cook.
1: Abraham Hamilton III.
0: Dr. Renton Rathbun.
1: Dr. Lee Brand
0: and Israel Wayne. And not to mention our extraordinary culture proof kids and teens tracks facilitated by Maria Hamilton. The third. And Mark and Amy (laughs) Warren. You're going to want to make sure you register when registration fills up for those tracks. The kids tracks. We close them down because we want our classrooms to be functional and we want our kids to get the most out of those classrooms.
1: All right. Question. Mm-hmm. Is functionable a word?
0: No, probably not. So fu- functional. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> no, that's all right. I just want to, you know. <laughs> <sighs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, don't let her do it.
0: Oh, Lord. Um, when you don't have a red line in your brain, you're just going to leave it. Okay. We want to see you in Bartlett, Tennessee at Faith Baptist Church, July 18th through the 20th.
1: That's right. Go to cultureproof.net.
0: Culture Proof is brought to you by BJU Press Homeschool. If you've come to homeschooling or you're thinking of homeschooling to preserve a solid biblical worldview in your children, you should consider the curriculum we trust to help with biblical worldview formation. BJU Press Homeschool is here for you and with you as you center Christ in the education of your kids. Visit our friends today at BJUPressHomeschool.com. That's BJUPressHomeschool.com, the premier sponsor of the Culture Proof podcast. Thanks for listening to Culture Proof. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And today we're talking about Oreo. You remember the song we used to sing with the Oreo cookies? Um, And, you know, you would divide them up and you had the cookies. It's so fun to... Um, okay, I should know the
1: lyrics. I just remember O-R-E-O. Yeah, well, <laughs>
0: this show is O-R-E-No, okay? <laughs> However it is that we get to that part of the song, I should have looked it off just so that I could be ready for this. Instead, I have to just kind of like, you know, embarrass myself. Um, but anyway, Oreos were like a staple. I mean, they... like
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> that, Oreos was like a staple. That was such... That was such
0: a... Larger person (laughs) comment. Um, Let's just admit that I'm fine (laughs) with admitting that. Um, I I will say this, though. I will say this. And please, (laughs) small violin for me, because I did not grow up. With the type of means that would afford me um, Oreo status, That's mine what I said. was always like sandwich creams, Big 60. meaning that they were the knockoff brands. <laughs> yeah, Big Sixty, something like that. Um, but we all knew what we were eating. We called them Oreos, even though they were not. They were sandwich cream cookies. Yes. Okay, but what were they? Which means that <laughs> Oreo had brand recognition mm. in that category. Like any right. sandwich cream cookie, even today, like we buy, we try. We try to buy organic foods, um, especially we have a kid who has some health issues and man, so, but they make (laughs) it. And and by the way, just because it's organic, it doesn't mean that it's not still a cookie. Right. (laughs) So we buy these organic sandwich creams, but what are they? Organic Oreos, like that's what they are. Uh, so anyway, but this story, all joking aside, this story is so disturbing. And but it's been out for a while. The Daily Signal, yeah. Um, I saw it w- was running this story yesterday as a first on the Daily Signal, and I was a little bit confused because we have been putting information about um, Oreo cookie and their like connection to P flag, uh, in our presentations, like, you know, for a couple of years now talking about what Oreo is doing, but I guess it's so disturbing that it has come to light. Um, this is more of the same where you've got what on the surface is just a cookie company Mm -hmm. and you want just baked goods, (laughs) but the baked goods have an agenda. They, they are pushing an agenda and unfortunately, um, Oreo cookie is pushing an agenda to kids or yeah. on kids. Yeah,
1: these companies, man, they can never stay neutral nowadays. No. They, they just can't just make the cookies. They can't help themselves. <laughs> you know, right. they have to uh, dive into activism. Right. And so Oreo definitely has done that. And it's crazy because when you think of Oreo, it's cookies. Man. It's a like, cookie. come on, man. You know, and so, but they, they have. They feel a need to be to weigh in and to be active, you know, concerning homosexuality and, and all of this. And it's like, man, so as Christians, what do we do? Mm-hmm. You know, we look at that and we're like, ah. get the
0: sandwich creams. Yeah. Go Just ahead. Go, the go ahead and get the, your generic brands. <laughs> you know, there's some people listening who would say, leave those cookies alone, period. Just point blank. Stop eating them. I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> I'm not a radical, okay? I'm saying, what I'm saying is get get your sandwich creams, get your knockoff brands, okay? They are just as good, and they don't want to destroy kids. Here's what I think is concerning about what Oreo is doing. Oreo is going a little bit further than actually just um, designing a cookie or baking a cookie that has the rainbow stuffing in it. You know, there are a lot of companies that because they are afraid of the woke mob, seriously, they will lose their minds in June. Oreo um, is going a little bit further than that and actually delving into pushing um, materials, reading materials and taking a stance against parents who have said, we don't want certain types of reading materials in our kids' schools. And so this is really concerning because what Oreo is not doing is just sort of like kissing the ring of what is a cultural pressure, meaning that they would design a cookie that has the rainbow or, you know, use the modern language of the day, you know, love is love or something like that. (laughs) Oreo is doing something that I think is way more sinister. I want to get into this daily signal piece. And then I want to show you the clip um, that is quite disturbing. When you think about it, you're like, you're a cookie company. Mm. Why, are, why are you doing this? Okay, yeah. so here we go. First on the Daily Signal, the article reads, the National Legal and Policy Center, NLPC, is taking aim at Oreo for partnering with an organization promoting a militant LGBTQ agenda. The NLPC released a video on Wednesday that begins by citing the names of infamous books on gender and sexuality that have been marketed to young people in public libraries, and schools. Now, before I continue with this article, we actually did go ahead and pull that clip and we want to play it for you. Um, This is disturbing. These are the kinds of books that we know have been in kids' public schools, in Mm -hmm. their public school libraries, that parents have really been pushing to have these books removed. But what is coming to light is that Oreo Cookie Company is saying, bring back those books, like pushing for those books to be back um, in elementary schools, in middle schools, (laughs) um, robbing children of their innocence. Mm. Okay, let's watch.
2: This book is gay, genderqueer, flamer, lawn boy. Books like these are promoted in our schools and local libraries by PFLAG, and Oreo is supporting them. Is your favorite sandwich cookie company grooming children? What happened to the kid-friendly cookie we all used to know and love? Don't let PFLAG and Oreo corrupt your children. Learn more at nlpc.org slash Oreo.
0: Well, what happened to the Mm. cookie company that we all loved is the same thing that happens to most of these larger companies. Um, They are beholden to an ideology that uses fear-mongering, right? That accuses them of being unloving or being hateful. But even more sinister than that, it's a kind of a follow the money type deal, right? Mm. Like where are they? They're putting money behind their conviction. So mm-hmm. they're putting money into a lot of these nonprofit organizations that are really bent on robbing children of their innocence. And so what you have is you have this trickle down effect where you have these large companies that are supporting these semi large nonprofit organizations, which by the way, are profiting, okay, um, off of you know, a lie, right? Because they are disadvantaged or they're helping those who are disadvantaged. They actually have a vested interest in maintaining that disadvantage. So in schools, they function under the guise of like school counseling, um, making sure that you've got a certain type of curricula that would be present in schools. And so you've got Oreo that is actually, I don't care how you, I was going to say, I don't care how you slice it, but I don't <laughs> care how you pull apart the cookies, right? I don't care what side the cream lands on. I got more of them if you want. Oh Oreo, Oreo <laughs> is funding the destruction of children wow. and doing that intentionally. I want to go back mm. to this art, this article here um, from the Daily Signal, a man by the name of Paul Chesser is the director of Corporate Integrity, the Corporate Integrity Project at the NPLC who uh, created the clip that you just saw or if you're listening that you just heard and he told the Daily Signal that the NPLC has stock in Mondelez International which is the parent company of Oreo Mm -hmm. so he actually knows okay, what Oreo is doing as the NPLC monitored the company's activities according to Chesser they noticed that Oreo Mario's Twitter account was doing a lot of co-promotional content with PFLAG, again, Kudos to the Daily Signal, but I just got to say this is not new. Right, o- Oreo has been doing this for quite some time now.
1: Right, I think even on their website, if I'm not mistaken, they have where they, you know it listed where they yes. joined with P Flag and they're trying to do all these different things. Like Oreo has been been doing this, but it's amazing that these companies are just have, have really just bowed down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we talked about the the, the index score, the score, the corporate sure that,
0: equality index score. Yes, yes,
1: yes. And so you know, there's pressure that's put upon these corporations to bow down to this agenda. Yes. And a lot of them have, you know, but it seems like Oreo is, is like going full with full in, you know, it like no, we not only that, but we're gonna do some things to to really push this agenda.
0: Hey, if you're listening to this podcast and you are enjoying what you hear, please remember to give it a rating or to leave a comment. Let people know that this podcast is a blessing to you. It helps to grow Culture Proof, and we would be so grateful. Also, if you love Culture Proof and you want to support the ministry, why not pick up some merch and look Mm -hmm. good while you support the ministry of Culture Proof? Check out every podcast. You'll find a link in the description to where you can get your Culture Proof merch and support this ministry. We appreciate it. Yeah, there's, this is a different spin on the, but wait, there's more. I'm mm. going to go back to this article. In many of the posts that they observed that are posted by Oreo, Oreo is praising PFLAG as a longtime partner and celebrating Pride Month and promoting gender ideology. On closer examination, Chesser realized that Oreo was sponsoring the 2023 PFLAG National Convention. Now it wow. gets worse or better, depending on how people listen. Uh, The convention's focus was learning with love. And its opening session was let freedom read, read with love to support inclusive Mm. books and education, pushing back on the banning of explicit books. This is according to NLPC. Now, listen, let's just understand what that means. That means that Oreo is specifically supporting an initiative to get... Um, explicit books back into schools that are robbing children of their innocence. I mean, my goodness, this is a far cry from twist and dunk. Wow. Like, I mean, <laughs> you, it was, do you dunk the Oreo? Do you take a bite? Like, I mean, right. where is the innocence that we once knew?
1: Yeah, it's amazing that all these different brands that really are geared towards kids, because I mean, the commercials, I remember as a kid, you know, seeing that in like, Oreo, wow, you know, how they are so strong on this agenda. And the thing is, so these were books that were banned, that were taken out for the protection yes. of the children, and they're pushing to have these things put back in.
0: And Oreo is funding it. Oreo ah. is funding it, and the American Library Association is also behind this. Wow. flag. and the American Library Association co-sponsored Banned Books Week earlier in the month, which included Let Freedom Read Day to promote grassroots action with lawmakers and decision makers to allow adult-themed material into school libraries. That's according to the NLPC, wow. uh, their website. Now, look— we could say, we could say that um, Oreo doesn't know. They just they are just trying to support, you know, these these organizations that are reaching out to disadvantaged, uh, marginalized people groups, whatever the lingo is. Um, but this just isn't true. I mean, here you are. You have a company that is supporting the destruction of children. And as you often say, doing it with a high hand.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, I'm thinking about this. So if we are purchasing the Oreo cookies, are we funding <laughs> their funding of this stuff to mm-hmm. put, you know and man and, and i wonder what the difference usually is like when i'm thinking about uh budweiser and i'm, and I'm thinking about this like man it was a big push i was like man you know budweiser no like dylan we, mulvaney blew yeah, it up so blew it up so why the reaction why is it the same for this type of stuff i mean maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just a different audience, a different crowd that you're affecting. But yeah, this is terrible. Mm. They're trying to, um, they're funding the destruction of our children. You know, they want these books back in to to rob them of their innocence and to have them to think that this stuff is normal when it's not normal. And they're funding that stuff. So man, wow. I want
0: to stay here, Will the Great, where you where you are exploring what happened with Budweiser and Dylan Mulvaney. And them putting his face on a beer can. um, You know, because this question has been raised a number of times why is it that, you know, American men were able to say no, not with our beer? (laughs) But you've got parents who are having a hard time really standing up for their kids and saying not with our children. I, Mm. I don't know if it's because men seem to have more of a stick to itness uh, than women do. Um, I don't know, but yeah. but I think this is something that's worth discussing because I know that parents do not want their kids to be robbed of their innocence, right But maybe it's one of those things where, you know the mom is sort of like, okay, I want to fight but I'm tired, you yeah. know, only to a certain extent, whereas men are like, no, and I'm, I'm never buying your beer again.
1: I don't know. It seems that sometimes the the thing is, well, you know, okay, that's happening, but man, where did you go? Cause, because that's probably everywhere, like, you know, but mm. what we're talking about is an aggressive move by, you know, uh, Oreo funding uh, these things. You know, it's not just, uh, oh, well, you know, you can just go somewhere else. But I, I, I just wonder why the outrage is not as you know, As vehement, fierce. yeah, yeah. Vehement. yeah. As you know, with like a Budweiser and things like that, because we're talking about books that have been removed because of trying to protect our children. Mm-hmm. They are fighting and funding it being put back in. So I mean, that that is egregious, like, isn't it? Like, isn't that something to? Wouldn't that be something to say? Okay, uh-uh, Oreo, you're you're gone.
0: I mean, titles right? like Lawn Boy, <laughs> this book is gay gender queer all boys aren't blue like i just i don't understand why there would be any question but you know i almost feel like and i'm curious to know your take on this i almost feel like it would be easier to to take a step back from oreo because there's so many sandwich cream cookies You know what I mean? Versus what you saw with Budweiser. Yeah. People found other places to get their beer. You even had companies like spring on scene and make, make their own beer like out of this, you know, this America beer, beer. Um, But I, I I don't know. There's something there. There is something that is not exactly clicking. There's something that's missing that I think is really troubling because when you start to think about it, when you compare the two, you know, Beer sales at um, stadiums and bars. and 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 the way you were able to really stick it to Budweiser mm-hmm. and say, do not ever do this again. But as it pertains to our kids, they have done it over and over and over again for years. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how much light you shine on it. It's almost as if to me that it's not a valuable fight to people, yeah. you know, that the kids oh, it's maybe it's not that bad.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe that's the thing, you know, because in my mind, it seems like it's a no brainer for families. If you're looking at this and you're hearing this and you're like, oh, Oreo is doing what mm-hmm. they should be instantly removed or canceled from your home. You know I'm not saying comes from society but from your home yeah like you know and it's, it it's they should be canceled so much that they feel it because yeah. families are not buying these cookies yeah but it seems like they're just they're doing well they're yeah. still using their funds and their money to push this stuff and and they're still the I was, I was reading something that like one of the number one a leading cookie brand in in America and stuff like that <laughs> so it's like man why aren't they why aren't they hurting because of what they're doing? Why, yeah. why don't they feel it? That's, you know? a,
0: good, that's a really good question. And, and I, I think it is something that we probably, as a, as a nation, need to explore more deeply than we have. You know, I, I think that the men of this country were able to rise up and do something to Budweiser that um, they have not recovered from. And so what is it that's better about beer than, you know, protecting <laughs> our children? Like, I just, I really, I'm I'm concerned about even the drunk at the local pub <laughs> knowing that he will not compromise on his beers appearance. But when it comes down to the innocence of our children, we're just sort of like, eh. I mean, you know, whatever, right, right. you know, I don't know, maybe it, maybe there's not enough uproar about it. I'm not sure. Um, but I do think it's concerning. And I do think it it tells us what we value yeah. in this country. And yeah. I hate to say it that way, but it's it's almost as if um, we don't put enough value on the minds and the hearts of our children. Now, I want to say this in both. Both directions, because while you've got Oreo pursuing our kids um, and and funding those who pursue and groom our children, um, that is not valuing kids. But then on the flip side, you've got parents who just don't know maybe in some ways don't really care to know what's going on and that's not valuing our kids either. Mm. And so the bottom line to me is that we're not valuing our kids. We don't care about how they're being educated. We don't care who educates them. Man, let me throw this story out to you. This is a story from Oklahoma. Speaking of not caring who educates our kids, I didn't even know that this was happening. Um, and so I've learned about it after this principal at an Oklahoma school has resigned. Mm. I didn't even know that he was a principal at an elementary school, um, let alone learning that he resigned. So here's a story. Um, this is from the Christian post Oklahoma elementary school principal outed as a drag performer Mm. resigns and the state superintendent is calling it a big win for parents. Um, Okay, yes, that is a big (laughs) win for parents. But can I say that there was a bigger loss in the fact that he was hired Mm -hmm. to be a principal at an elementary school and allowed to be there for any length of time? I don't care if it was six minutes. I don't care if he was principal for 10 seconds. Like, how did it happen? Let me get back to this article. An Oklahoma elementary school principal who was outed last year as a drag performer has resigned. Shane Mernon was hired by Western Heights Public Schools in Oklahoma City last June to serve as principal of John Glenn Elementary School, despite a district statement at the time publicly acknowledging that merman had a past arrest record
1: Mm. oh wow
0: (laughs) so it's bad but it's worse than that Mm. it's bad but it's worse than that okay following reports that merman was also a drag performer who goes by the name chantelle mandalay WHPS Superintendent Braden Savage issued a statement on August the 30th, 2023 saying that the district's Board of Education was, quote, given all the information that the district had regarding Dr. Mernon at the time his employment recommendation was made on June 12th, 2023. In a video shared um, on X, Oklahoma State Superintendent Ryan Walters confirmed that Mernon was no longer with the district calling the development a big win for Oklahomans now before I play the clip here um the state superintendent Ryan Walters um I just want to say again how was he hired like he (laughs) he was hired and and it was later learned that he is a drag queen Mm. but he also had a prior record like how right and 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 we say vetting (laughs)
1: process there
0: I I don't (laughs) I don't understand. Okay, here it is. State Superintendent Ryan Walter talking about this big win in Oklahoma. But again, yes, (laughs) a big win. But just prior to the big win, a huge loss. Okay, listen. It's
2: a great day for Oklahoma schools. Big win today. The drag queen is out at Western Heights. I've demanded it from day one. This individual shouldn't be in a school. You should not be working with young kids. I heard it from parents all over the state, all over the country. This is not what parents want for their kids. Um, Libs of TikTok first broke the story. I appreciate Kaya's work there to uncover this. And again, parents have been outraged, and we have finally dealt with this problem. We have finally got education back on track. But let me tell you, this is just the beginning. The, The issues at Western Heights continue. What is going on with their hiring practices? Why would a superintendent allow this individual in the schools We are just now beginning our investigation into how these things happen and further ramifications for the school. It will not be tolerated here in Oklahoma to have drag queens in the classroom. We won't allow it from that individual, but we will also ensure that those individuals that allowed that to happen will be held accountable.
0: Yeah. And, and that's exactly what should happen. <laughs> right. They should be held accountable. And here's the thing. Can I say that this is not just a, you know, coincidental circumstance or a coincidental happenstance? Oh, you know what we accidentally did? Oh, you <laughs> know, we didn't expect this dust up. Oh, you know, well, at least he resigned. No, I really believe that these things are intentional. I really mm-hmm. believe that there is a concerted effort to groom kids, yeah. to turn kids into these sexually confused, these sexually objectified beings, right, where they detach themselves from the understanding of what it is to actually be human mm-hmm. and to believe that they can be just anything. Yeah, I really believe this is intentional, and this is just another um, another example of that.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I believe it's intentional, first of all, by the enemy himself. And, uh, and talking about the devil, Satan.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: if you look at the music, if you look at the mu- the, the movies, the television shows, now you look at the school, you look at the libraries, like everywhere is trying to confuse children sexually. Mm. You know, trying to, to steal their innocence. You know, make them think about things way before time. Man, it's a it's a, a full court press mm. as far as this is concerned. Yeah. And so, once again, parents, we have to be culture proof. We have to be vigilant in raising our children. You know, we have to uh, be the ones discipling them and letting them know what the true deal is. You know, because these people. are are acting like evangelists. They're trying to witness, oh <laughs> they're trying goodness. to, you know, proselytize your children Come into on. wickedness. And so if you're not doing this at home, training up your children in the, in the way that they should go, the word of God, the straight edge of scripture, man, they are waiting and ready to pounce.
0: Yeah. And they are showing that every day. I mean, these things become sort of like the... Um, the intensified presentation of what you're talking about, but it's really happening every day. There are yeah. so many different points of contact that our kids face on a daily basis that parents cannot be checked out. Like we've got to show up for our kids. And I'm not talking about turning out at events. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about showing up every single day to disciple, to train and to equip your kids. That's one of the reasons, look, a shameless plug. That's one of the reasons why we are doing the culture proof conference this mm-hmm. summer, because parents have got to be called to test. Like Mm. we have a mission. We have a mandate from the Lord. And what we hear from far too many parents, and and I understand it is like, okay, we understand what's happening around us. We can see it, but we just don't practically know what to do. Mm. That's why we want to provide resources, not only to resist the culture, but also to train and equip your kids. So if you want to learn more about the Culture Proof Conference, go to cultureproof.net, cultureproof.net. You can see the speakers, read their bios, learn what we're all about, and then prayerfully consider if that's something that you want your family to be a part of cultureproof.net is where you're going to want to go for that information. Before we wrap up this podcast, I just want to share something that is so disturbing in this article um, that I found over at the Christian Post. This man who was a principal at this elementary school actually posted on his Facebook page, the Facebook page, by the way, um, that is his drag Facebook page, Mm. okay, that we have visited Mm. Because we care about you people, (laughs) All right? Like there's, I mean, really, okay? Um, But this is what he wrote in April of last year, okay? Under his name, Chantel Mandalay, he shared an image on Facebook of a person dressed in an Easter bunny costume, surrounded by children with the following caption, Okay, this was the caption. Quote, life is about experiences and choices. I've made a lot of bad decisions in my lifetime and learned from them. I've also made some amazing decisions. One of those was becoming an educator. Having the opportunity, he continued, to work with kids and encouraging them to do and be their best is so rewarding. End quote. Mm. Now, knowing what we know. There's so much that you can read into that, that there is so much that you can anticipate about what his set of convictions would be, what his motives would be, what he would allow to be normative in a classroom at the elementary school level. I mean, just think about the things that would just, you know, fly right over the radar. That would go right undetected in the schools where our kids are being educated. Parents, we've got to show up for our kids. We've got to do better. As you say, Will the Great. I mean, this is what it really is to be culture-proof.
1: Yeah, definitely. And again, it puts it on us as the parents to know what's going on. You have to be dialed in. If you have your your child in uh, the public educational system, You know, you have to know what's what's happening because these things can be going on and you might not have a clue or, you know, there there can be other things happening that you just don't know about. But you have to be involved And God has called you to disciple your children. And if you have them there, man, look, we have so much evidence to say that that's not a good place Mm. to have them. OK, point blank. Point blank. And so, you know, you got to really pray and consider how uh, to, to do something different. And so this is just an egregious thing, man. And I'm glad that this person is gone, but man, she should never have been in the first place.
0: Amen. Amen. Look, the culture says you can't rear your kids. The culture says you can't educate them. Don't you dare attempt to teach them theology or doctrine. That's what the culture says. But God's word says not only that you can do it, but you are commanded to do mm. it. So not only can you do it, you must do it. This is what God expects of us as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. When we resist those cultural trends that rival the truth, we remain culture-proof. Until next time, Lord willing. God bless.